0: In the name of the glorious Trinity, Father, and Son, and Holy Spirit, forever. Amen. Glory be to the everlasting mercies which sent you to us, O Christ, the light of the world and the life of all. Give us wisdom by your law and enlighten our impulses by your knowledge. Sanctify our souls by your truth and grant that we may be obedient to your words and may fulfill your commandments at every hour. O you who enlightens the rational with the knowledge of your greatness, Do enlighten, O my Lord, our thoughts, that we may meditate upon your holy and divine scriptures at all times, O Lord of all, Father and Son and Holy Spirit forever. Amen. Onela, God bless you. I love the music. This is a second take, Guys, you know what happened when I when we first did this and I sang, we have a light here, and it just illumined, <laughs> so I think um it was the light was inspiredly moved um, and it was uh, you know yeah. Rabbi, what do I need to do to become an acolyte, a clergyman, a prelate in the church? Beautiful question. Very, 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 um, um, you know, um, a good question. And I, uh, you know, constantly receive the, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm asked these questions, Rabbi. What do I need to do to become a acolyte, clergyman, prelate, or in the church? Let's just take it one step at our time, right? I remember I was um, during the 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 wedding services, the wedding ceremonies. There is a prayer that the final benediction on the bridegroom, and we say that may sons come forth from your loins and um, and oh, I'm sorry, may God bless you with sons and may priests come forth from your loins. So every bridegroom that is blessed on his wedding day in the Assyrian Church of the East, this prayer is set or prayed upon that bridegroom. You know, it resonates with me because my father was blessed and married in the Assyrian Church of the East, and the same prayer was, or the same blessing was bestowed. And here I am today, Not meaning that everyone's going to be a priest. And I remember one day when I, um, after I finished uh, the ceremony, and I, you know, I gave a, uh, a five-minute chat. And I said, um, "My dear bridegroom, I forgot the name. Did you hear what, what I prayed? What we what we prayed for you? What we asked the Lord to bless you with is one day hopefully you have a son, and he became a, becomes a priest who goes, 'Here, I'll uh, patriarch.' I said, relax, 1st 'Relax. First, let's let's.'" Let's go over the priestly hurdle and then God dwelling uh, patriarch. So yeah, that's a very, very nice question, very valid question and a question that I'd like to hear from um, many of my brothers within the church. And if you are asking that question, this episode is for you. And maybe the, you are not asking this question, but this episode can help you answer those who are asking the question. Again, Rabbi, what do I need to do to become an acolyte, a clergyman, or a prelate in the church? Well, it begins from the heart. It begins in the heart. And it must come from the heart. And not just emotions not a one-moment desire because you see someone receiving an order in the church, like monkey see, monkey do. And I've had those those emotional um, urges. Oh, I want to become a priest. I want to become a bishop. Why? Uh, I'm sorry, I want to become a deacon. Why? Because your friend becomes a deacon. Well, you know what? That that could be a a, a calling, a movement of the Spirit, but it, it shouldn't be something that is uh, for pride or vain pride. When it's from the heart and a genuine desire which only the Lord can determine then we are told in Proverbs chapter 16 verse 9 the heart of a man plans his ways. So you put things in your heart. I want to do this. I've put in my heart that I want to become I want to receive a church order, a holy order. So the heart, your heart has planned this but the Lord God orders the steps. So God has to take, then, take over and God has to maneuver and set the path for this. Then if what is coming from the heart is a genuine desire to serve the Lord, then it must be for the glory of God and the glory of God only. 1 Corinthians 10.31 You shall do everything for the glory of God. Not because my grandfather was or my great-grandfather was or my uncle was. No, it must be I want for the glory of God and salvation of souls, which is the will of God that you want to glorify with your servanthood in the church. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, we read, He who wills that all people shall have life, life in Jesus Christ for salvation, and shall be converted to the knowledge of the truth. This is what, this must be the intention, the motive, the desire for you to be desiring, to be um, uh, wanting um, to receive the holy orders, to serve God for the glory of God and the salvation of souls. Now, having these prerequisites, and there are many more, there is one important factor to always keep in mind, and that is it's not about I or you or he. I don't choose, you don't choose, but Christ does. As he indicates to his disciples, In John chapter 15 verse 16, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I have appointed you so that you also will go bring forth fruit and your fruit will remain. See, there is the desire. I have a desire, but it's Christ who chooses and elects and brings to fruition that desire. And that desire is to go and bring fruit fourth fruit what is that one fruit that the lord desires and is totally appeased and pleased with is the salvation of souls now one question i ask is do you know what you are requesting and what you are what it entails do you know what you are desiring do you know the who the what the where the hows of this gift that you are desiring to receive, to be graciously given to you. And do you know, again, that this gift that you are graciously desiring, when it is graciously given to you, it is only for you to use to share the love and grace of God with others. Do you know where it's from? It's not about the person ordaining it's not about the tribe. It's not about the church that you will be ordained in. No. Where does it come from? Do you know? Well, James chapter 1, verse 17, every good and perfect gift descends from above. It's God. You're asking God, Lord, give me. Lord, I desire. Lord, I am praying for you. For the Father of lights, he goes on, with whom there is no change nor a shadow of variation. And that's why St. Timothy writes in his first epistle, chapter 3, verses 8 to 10, to those who have or are going to receive these gifts, in this way also he writes, deacons or ministers should be pure and should not double speak, neither be inclined to much wine, drunkardness, Nor love defiled riches, gambling. But they should hold the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. The mysteries of the faith should be held in faith and pure conscience. And those who are such should be first proved and then let them serve being without fault. It's just not just about, I want to do this, but first and foremost, do you approve yourself? Have you examined your motive, your heart? Have you examined where you are in your relationship with God? We spoke about that last episode. And again, Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 24-25, But a servant of our Lord ought not to fight, but to be humble toward every person. Not a doormat. Not a doormat, but not to fight and be ready to take vengeance. No? But be ready to give an answer and to defend yourself when it's the truth, but not in fighting with a humble spirit. But the servant of our Lord ought not to fight, ought not to fight, but to be humble toward every person, instructive and long-suffering. That he may instruct with humility those who dispute against him. Humility. See, this is what what a, a person or a candidate who is being ordained, this is his oath of office. When he is reading this, we're too busy with the pictures and selfies, and maybe, you know, the parents are so overwhelmed, and, you know, people are just so excited because there's a friend, a brother, and someone who's in the church receiving rankings. But honestly, we should be listening to this so that one day we can remind the person. So, to all my brother deacons out there, and the lectors and the subdeacons, just a friendly reminder this is what you signed up to. This is what you promised God before his holy altar, the bishop or the patriarch or the metropolitan, that um, you receive the orders from the right hand. This is what you promised the congregation. You say, you have said this, as I have been made worthy and selected or chosen to receive the rank of Diaconate. I promise I will be a servant in the vineyard of Christ. I will serve in all faithfulness, obedience, and humility. I promise I will fulfill the service of the diaconate. We're not going to go into what it is, but just as a reminder, I promise that I will fulfill the service of the diaconate. I will preserve myself in fasting and prayer and virtues. I will be an example, a good example to those within and those without equally. This is the prompt. This is the oath of the office. This one is in particular to to the diaconate. Now, one other important factor to remember at all times when we desire and want to approach these holy orders, and I'll give you a a rundown of what, you know, uh, sequentially what we need to do when we want this. One thing very important to remember is that the rankings, the orders of the church have all been sanctified and fulfilled by Christ himself during his ministry on earth. Let's take the order of the lector or the reader, Qaruya. What does a Qaruya do, the lector? He reads the Old Testament, that is from the law or the prophets. You know, the the liturgy of of the uh, divine liturgy is usually it's a reading from the law and then immediately after that is a reading from the prophets. But now we just read the one reading, either the law or the prophets. So the reader or the lector qaruya reads from the law or the prophets and the acts of the apostles before the congregation. Nothing about trying to, um, you know, show how well you read this uh, the Assyrian language. Nothing about clapping. I remember was I was in a church. I can't remember where the reader or the lector read his his uh, election, and the family clapped. I turned around and said, no, this is not about applauding someone. Did you listen to what he read? There's instructions in these readings, right? It's not about that. It's about fulfilling what Jesus did. He already sanctified and fulfilled it. It's about doing what Christ did. Jesus served and sanctified this order when he was given the scroll of Isaiah, the prophet, Luke chapter 4, verse 16 to 17. Read it. It's got nothing to do with how cute or how well the Assyrian language is. Oh, Allah, He's young, He's reading. No, that's, it's not a show. These are holy orders that are instituted in the divine liturgy of Holy Qurbana for the renewal and salvation of our souls. So, let's begin with the ranking of the lector, when you read that lection reading, again, we may think it's only a reading. No, no, no. You're a part of that service on that Sunday or any other day where the divine liturgy of holy qurbana is being celebrated. You are a part of the renewal and the salvation of the souls of those who are listening to you. wow. I just thought it was, Om Shapir. Oh, you got a beautiful voice because you know why? You know why I just said that? That's how I used to perceive the diaconate. You have a nice voice. You should be a priest because you have a nice voice. But you know when God very gently and lovingly slaps you in the face and says, no, 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 no. You are a part of the renewal and the salvation of your soul and all those who you are serving. It's about serving the order of the church established by Christ himself. So what are the steps? Let's go through the steps. Pray. 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 And while praying, examine your intention and motives. Why do I want this? Consult your parish priest. Open your heart, ex- express your desire to the parish priest. Learn the Assyrian language. Many people who ask me that they'd like to approach the diaconate, say, do you, do you read Assyrian? No. Well, first and foremost, along with your praying and examining, you need to learn the language. How are you going to serve when you don't know the language? The ancient Assyrian lang- language, the Aramaic language, and the vernacular. Attend services. Not just that Sunday. No, attend Vespers, Slotat Ramsha. Every person that has a ranking in the church will tell you that that is the place where you learn when you grow in the liturgy. Because you're serving the liturgy, remember. Taqsa. Attend Slotat Ramsha, Vespers. Attend the matins, slaughtered Lilia, in the morning. Attend the morning prayers, slaughtered Supra, regularly. At first, you may not know, you may not understand, you may be struggling, but I assure you, if the motive and the intent is to glorify God and to. And for the salvation of the souls, you'll be amazed. Let me give you a a, a living testimony. Not sure if I spoke about this when I was interviewed by Kristen. When I was young, and I'm telling you young, I'm talking about 11 years old, my dad would say, we go to church every Sunday. You need to go and sit with those people that are in front. I did? Okay, just a reminder, (laughs) Stephen. Thank you, my producer, let me say. And I used to be frowned upon. But, you know, it's just like last episode, if I didn't take a dive from the fourth platform, as they say, I just used to sit there taking all the frownings and looking down upon. One day, and God is my witness. Now, I used to also, uh, you know, study the Assyrian language. I used to go to the Assyrian school and my dad used to help me with reading. One day I opened, I opened the book of the Khudra, the circle. It is all in Lishana in the ancient uh, Assyrian, in the Aramaic language. I promise you, God is my witness. I started reading. I was a ma- I wanted to get up and say, I'm reading. And from that point onwards, little did I know that God was preparing this most foolish, most illiterate, um, weak servant that he was preparing the reason why I said that and I repeated it one more time is that if your intent is right if your motive is to glorify God and serve the Lord in his church the Lord will help you you will be surprised now I'm not saying that you're one day going to receive a miracle and you're going to start you know reading the Aramaic language but then God works in mysterious ways praise be to his name Attend Bible studies. Now, unfortunately, I'm sorry, and I will call a spade a spade. I will not defend the indefensible, but at times we forget that those who are being trained to receive orders, all we concentrate on is Lishana Tika. Lishana Learn the Lishana Tika. Oh, he's reading so fluently. But what about knowing the Christ that this young man will be serving? Attend Bible studies. Read the Holy Scriptures. Read the lives of the Holy Saints. Again, while you're praying and examining your heart and consulting your parish priest, learning the language, attending the services, attending Bible studies, and consult with other acolytes, other deacons, and see what the lifestyle is like. What are the challenges? What are the downfalls, if there is any? What are the the difficulties and how do you overcome that? And most importantly, most importantly, prepare for a lifetime, a life-changing, a serious and genuine commitment. It's a lifetime commitment. Beloved, if you receive the order or the rank at the age of 16, When you stand before the Lord at the age of 116 gazillion years, you will have to give an account because it's a gift, a gift that was purchased by the precious blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the cross. We will give that account. We will be held accountable. And lastly, no, actually, second last, be prepared to serve the church again for the glory of God and salvation of others and wait for the Lord. Wow, that's nine. According to the nine rankings of the church, wait for the Lord. Not your time, not your priest's timing, not the bishop's timing. No, no, no. The timing of the Lord. Psalm 46, chapter 10. Return. And know that I am God. Or in some versions, be still and know that I am God. Praise and glory be to his holy name now and at all times and forever. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. Please don't forget to rate and review this podcast and share with your friends and family. For any future topic suggestions or to give us detailed feedback, please visit our link in the show notes, linktr.ee forward slash double-edged sword. Until next time, God bless you all.